they used to get a house wow out, way out in spanish hills there, there was a Fancy. president's house but the problem is it's red and gray yeah. <laughs> and they sold it yeah. maybe during the recession the president of your alma mater has to have a house she lives on campus right okay yeah, yeah i was gonna say because a lot of old universities the house is yeah. on campus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah well, welcome. This is the Wild and Free Battleborn Podcast. I'm your host, Allison, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jacob. Hello. How are you doing, Jacob? Excellent. Yay, excellent. <laughs> and today, we are very excited to be joined by Luis Cavuras, the chair of the uh, UNLV Dance Department. Hello. It's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And Marcus Sivin, the chair of art, as he has just informed me. Correct. <laughs> Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. And we're happy to have you to talk about um, upcoming arts and culture events on UNLV. So, uh, gentlemen, take take it off. Oh, it sounds whoa, like take off your clothes. So now comes the stripping. This is the wild and free part. <laughs> take it off. <laughs> the video is just right, right. right on the homepage. <laughs> That'll get a lot of that's clickbait right there. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm I'm interested first off just to hear how long you both have been at UNLV. I think that may help provide some context and or been in Las Vegas if it's different. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm the baby in the room. I got here July Fourth weekend last year, and they did fireworks for me. It was incredible, oh, and they did them again this year on my anniversary. <laughs> yeah. That's super sweet. Yeah, really. And I've been at UNLV since 1992. So a long time. I have to embarrass Lewis. I think Lewis is the longest standing chair currently at UNLV. Oh, yeah, wow. I think so. I think there's a medal that should come with that. <laughs> or a parking spot or something. At least a parking yeah. spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. A wand. Oh, right. Ooh. I'll take anything. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, but so, so uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think before you want us to talk about what's happening. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Before yeah. I, I, so maybe um, a little bit of context why we're um, so lethargic. We've been drinking Aperol spritzes <laughs> this afternoon, and actually, I wanted to share because um, B, our graphic designer and um, creative extraordinaire, actually for Christmas gave me this wonderful book called Free the Tipple, and it has all these fabulous cocktails modeled off of women in the arts and fashion. So oh. yeah. So you guys are in that world so I thought I'd um, I looked through it and there was a bunch of great cocktails there was one called called Frida Kahlo that had like a hibiscus liqueur one um, from like Zaha Hadid that was like coffee based but we're drinking the Aperol Spritz and this is actually called the Grace Coddington oh. um, former editor at large for those that don't know of uh, Vogue and so don't look at me when you say that I have no idea who no, she well, is you're very stylish <laughs> <laughs> You but, have all the back issues. Yeah. Well, especially you have a lot in common with her because she has fabulous hair. Oh, you know, yes. She has um, this bright um, orange frizzy hair and just like you, kind of. Right. So that's why we're being silly and wild and free today. <laughs> you have bright orange hair? No, never <laughs> once. No. Never once. But that's how Allison imagines me as a, probably mm-hmm. as a youngster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bright orange hair that I never had, but exactly. I can dream. Yeah. So, but we're excited to hear from you guys. So, um, Louis, I don't know if you'd like to share yeah. what you have coming up. There's a kind of a always amazing things going on. Um, I think the fine arts, we've got so many areas in the college that there's always something going on. So you can always look to any of the departments to see what 
what they're doing. One of the huge things that we're doing in October, which we're starting to really plan now, is the Art Walk. And mm. I always like to put that one first on the list because it, one, it's a magical time of year. It's not all as hot in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And so people can be, um, there's a major gallery opening. There's, well, really all three galleries on campus usually typically open a show. And the Art Walk is just a way for people to walk in between the galleries and encounter art along the way. So we do a lot of performances. Mm -hmm. And I love it because it's special and it brings the various departments together. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we're all kind of amazing, but sometimes we get a little siloed in our areas. So we love it, these opportunities when we get to play and make art together. Mm -hmm. So. That's I appreciate awesome. that because I often go to UNLV to check out a show or a performance, but I'm like, you drive there, it's a kind of, it's a challenge to find parking, so I like to make a day or an evening of it, you know, like, um, so, like, ideally I'll go to, you know, the Barrick Museum and then I'll check mm -hmm. out something at Donna Beam and maybe, like, get a, grab a bite across the street. So if there's a way to keep people on campus for, I don't know, a, a two to four hour period, that's, that's, I think it's a fantastic opportunity. So can you, for people that, um, have I, never... I think, uh, before you, before you go on, I, I like to sort of remember... You know, history in Las Vegas is so interesting because it's so fresh, mm -hmm. right? Um, and like a lot of the pioneers of the Department of Art, for example, still work in the Department of Art or um, are still around and you can go talk to them. And when UNLV started, it was just a couple buildings and they kind of plopped them down out there by the airport off Maryland Parkway. I think, at least, you know, I'm new here, so I'm still learning, but because there was space, right? right. Mm -hmm. um, and I think people were a lot smaller then um, and cars were slower, maybe, I don't know, in the 50s, did they yeah. have cars? I don't know. Um, but, you know, so it, it seemed like, it, you know, it was like, you know, so far away. And I think we sort of have that mentality a little bit, but it is really right around the corner from from everything. We have yeah. beautiful views of the Strip. Um, and I come for meetings, you know, every week downtown. I live downtown. So um, I think, you know, and coming from another place, I was in Baltimore before, like, but, you know, places have have their their mythologies right like mm -hmm. how we build up um what different neighborhoods mean and everything and and they're real right it, walls conceptual walls um in in community and in urban space are are very real right, right. um still uh gosh the campus is so alive and and they're um you can just walk on the campus you really can yeah it's an open campus and it's um it's it's always kind of amazing because um Parking sometimes is a challenge, but it is one of the prettiest places in Las Vegas. Oh, and hands down. I think it's just lush and green and there's it's an arboretum, so there's surprisingly there's, so, yeah. yeah. So it's it's amazing to come there and um then kind of feast in the things and the programs. And there's there's always been a passion at the university in every department, whether it's history or whether it's the art department or the dance department, there's just always been a passion and people just there making and doing it. But do you want my parking secrets for your listeners? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so you're from downtown, you're coming up Maryland Parkway towards the airport. Before you get to Harmon, you hang a left, there's a ton of street parking. Mm -hmm. Most of it's free. Oh, okay. um, if um, if you're feeling more adventurous, um, you take a right onto isn't that cottage? Cottage Grove. There's cottage all this Grove. construction there now, right right after um, 
the old payments, which is gone now. But right after Rest payments, yeah, you you make a right, and there's a there's a big parking garage, and there's always spaces. You have to pay a little bit, but there's always spaces mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. That is true. And then the new garage that's opening up on Maryland that'll be open up for the school year, right? The... It's open. Oh, is it yeah. already open? Okay. Yeah. 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 So by the um, what's that bar called? The Stakeout. Yeah. Oh. Stakeout. Uh, yeah, that's a, it's amazing. A, it's a still good there. Theater department hangout. Oh, okay. Yeah. We used to go for Taco Tuesdays when I worked oh. there. That was our. Oh, is that your Taco Tuesday place? You've told me that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's not authentic in the least bit, but it was they're cheap. Oh, so it's next that's... to Chicken Shack. Yeah, is that it? I I, I don't I don't if... Chicken Place behind Starbucks. No, no, it's behind oh, Starbucks. Okay, okay. It's like further further south. Okay, so gotcha. it's like. Yeah, and the Starbucks hasn't always been there. That Starbucks is fairly new. Okay. Yeah. okay. Right. So across the street, you're right. right at the architecture department. Mm-hmm. The School of Architecture, sorry. Yeah. So um, can you explain a little bit about what the Art Walk is? You know, it, it started, this is our third year. It started with Alicia, um, curi- um, director of the Barrick Museum, um, opening the shows and saying, let's do some art along the way. And so she huh. called me up, and then I said, well, I can get the other chairs to do something, because I just sent them an email and said, well, the dance department at the Art Walk is doing this and this. What are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. So it started a ball rolling, um, and then it's really grown. I think last year was kind of amazing, um, just the, the number of events. It was probably too much to see, um, everything. and But it was kind of amazing, just... Things like you could walk by the rose garden and there was ballet in the rose garden. Yes. So that was just kind of kind of a magical um, thing. Can I just say, not because you're here, but that truly was my favorite part. I thought that was just so, so magical. I kept on walking to Donna Beam and the barrack, but like the ro- like I'd find a reason to come back to the roses yeah. and see the ballerinas. That was it's, just so There was so something beautiful. just special about it. And it's, it's also fun to do the dancing outside. You know, like people said, it's concrete. And it's like, well, we can, we can do that. We're not doing it all the time. But... Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really quite fun. This year we're going to do some ballet class in the Rose Garden, so there will still be another year awesome. of ballet in the Rose Garden. And um, so, come anyone who's listening can come on down and take a class and begin your ballet career. A little bade bude, yeah, right? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> baby ballet. Baby. Yeah. Yes. We yeah. even even babies. So we're saying all ages of ballet. So love it. Well, and at the Donna Beam we'll have a large exhibit called Block 17. That's really exciting. um, We're so excited, and there's all kinds of research happening. Um, From what I understand, and I'm I'm new to this, learning this, um, Block 17 was um, one of the hearts of the black community in Las Vegas for a Mm -hmm. time. And so um, the title of the show, I read it as, you know, a little bit of a problematic, right? A a group show of of black artists. And then this name refers to, I think, a kind of segregated moment or a segregated Mm -hmm. moment in Las Vegas. Um, And there's going to be an artist here uh, in Las Vegas named Charbrian Plummer, who the Rogers Art Loft is bringing. And so uh, Jerry Shefsik, who's curating the show and is director of galleries at UNLV, he and I have been in, in conversation with Charbrian, and uh, and she's going to um, give a public event um, for an opportunity for con- conversation around the show after the art walk and um, interview all the artists, possibly make a book as well coming out of it. And, oh, wow. Oh, uh-huh. Very cool. And so some great artists that that I have um, really loved um, since being here in Las Vegas and who've instantly, I think, adopted me um, 
and cared for me are in this show, so it's great, including uh, our mutual friend Chase McGurdy. Of course, shout out um, to Chase. Brent Holmes, Lance Smith, so um, not to be missed. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. going to be awesome. And as part of that show, we're doing two short dance performances by um, longtime professor at the University, Victoria Dale, um, who was in the original Wiz movie. And oh, cool. she's doing a piece called Angela Davis Speaks about the, the political activist Angela Davis and how that um, work and the, her words resonate resonated back in the 60s and how they still resonate today so that'll be kind of amazing to see and we'll we'll see whether it's going to happen in the gallery along with the show or it might just be in front of the gallery so again it'll be another fun place and a fun thing to see that'll be very cool maybe my theme tonight is history um the donabeam gallery jerry shefsik has been there for about 30 years he's amazing in the gallery and uh we've just started talking to a new art and architecture librarian at unlv about archiving that history and it's sort of hitting us how massive it is and how important it is so Um, we're really excited, and if you haven't been to the Donna Beam Gallery, I think it's one of the most beautiful galleries anywhere. Um, it's it, I always miss the second, I always forget the second floor. It has sort of a loft mm-hmm. space upstairs um, with more. So, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Well, and I, I, so I work right next to what's what was Block Seventeen, so we, okay. we know a little bit about the the history of it. So, um, for our listeners, if you don't know, so Block Seventeen was the red light district. That was what was designated as the red light district when, when the, the railroad town was originally built mm-hmm. here. And being the red light district, if you were not white, that is also where you got to live. So that's that wow. was where you you didn't really have a choice. So you, you lived wow. amongst the gambling halls and the brothels. Um, and so it was the, the segregated area of town or starting early on um, after the, the first auction in 1905. Great. Because um, we've had... We've had I mean, we've had in Las Vegas, we've had people of color, African Americans, um, you know, Latino immigrants, Asian immigrants since the beginning um, of of the history of the city. Yeah, thank yeah. you for sharing that. Yeah, there there is at the at our library on campus, there is a re, there are a couple amazing research projects, so we'll be able to tap into that oh, cool. um, into the various histories of Las Vegas. So there is an African American archive that's developing mm-hmm. at UNLV, and so we have a meeting coming up this week with oh, some of those awesome. librarians that we're looking forward to. Yeah, that's going to be great. Well, we had the conversation, right, about how um, preservation efforts and um, historical archives, like we're like how things here in Las Vegas, the history is relatively new, and how we're always crowdsourcing to find out, you know, where X sign was or what the building mm-hmm. was, and everybody right. like history. It's so interesting because this all was, you know, fairly recent, but it's like where was this building located, and people have different theories about a sign if it, tw- you know, if it twirled or it didn't, and just going through these archives and really starting to document it and really just finally understanding the importance of documenting everything because Las Vegas, you know, they knock everything down Mm, and we're finally realizing it's important to document everything. Yeah, Yeah. one of the things that I think is a real strength in the Department of Art is what you're talking about. A number of our alums were really involved in the founding of the Neon Museum. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Justin Favela, Aaron Stellman, and um, I think Danielle Kelly as well, is that right? Um, And and so, yeah, that that impulse um, to keep that history is really strong, mm-hmm. it, I, and I really admire it. Well, and also, uh, speaking of uh, the historic West Side, um, actually, there's just yesterday or 
fairly recently there were um, uh, information came out that the Moulin Rouge, there's a, an investor that wants to redevelop it. And they just, oh, I, it came out on Eater, yeah. So, and interestingly enough to keep, I don't know if you knew this, but to keep their gaming license, um, every year, is this correct? They open it for like... I don't know if it's every year, but there is a... a every yeah, certain regular. period. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a regular open period, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I heard that, but then yeah. I was like, well, let's go. And everyone just kind of like looked. Marcus, you and right. I are down. Okay. <gasps> Some sort of improv thing there? That would be interesting. <laughs> what is my saying? Hashtag, you had me at improv. Say right. improv, and I'm improv. in for it, okay. like whatever it is. Let's in go. for improv. Yeah, even if it's like Dungeons and Dragons, and you're like, Ew. but we can improvise storylines. I'm like, I'm in. Right. This mm-hmm. is cool. Well, awesome. Well, cool. So, when is the uh, when is the art walk then? October thirteenth. Wait, it's eleventh. The le- oh, sorry, October eleventh. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Okay. Perfect. All right. Yes. And is there is the, uh, are the performances on a loop? Like, how would you suggest people go about? You know, um, it's it? interesting. We're getting a little fancy this year. There might be a website or an app. I'm Ooh. hoping cool. for an app yeah. that. Um, sort of dings on your phone and says there's ballet in the rose garden right so uh-huh. that would be kind of really cool so we'll see but it, nonetheless there'll be a website I, I often see some events are like sea sea world that they'll be happening all the time mm-hmm. like the openings and then there'll be other events that'll be special and they'll pop up different places mm-hmm. we're also planning some improv nice. just to pop up just spontaneously um so that we don't um so that there's always just a kind of live element. Yeah. Another really great um, thing that's a collaboration is um, between dance and the art department is um, one of the faculty oh, yeah. in sculpture and Andrea. art, Andrea Fromm, she um, has partnered with Ari Williams, who is a graduate from the dance department, and they have created this kind of magical piece with yards and yards and yards of mylar kind of blanketing Ooh. material and they create just basically this sea of this mylar and so it's a really shiny sculpture that gets danced on top of and underneath and it's an immersive piece so that the audience moves sometimes the audience begins on the piece with dancers underneath and then the audience moves and you end up underneath the piece with lighting wow. and and air and fans and so it's a it's a kind of magical experience. Yeah, you sent shivers down my spine. It sounds fantastic. <laughs> and there'll be artwork everywhere. So um you know the the way Lewis and I were talking about the art walk one day it's like put it on your calendar. This is this is part of your year every year yeah. from now on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a it's a and it's a great time. Um, we've had two years where the the weather was amazing and it was just like a magical evening, you know. So it it was it was really great. It's kind of like you chose the date out of like a it's like the answer to a beauty pageant. Like, what is your favorite day of the year? <laughs> like uh, uh, mid October because yeah. it's not too hot and it's not too cold. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say too that um, our students at UNLV are the best. They're so cool. I hope there are some alum out there listening and current students out there listening and parents listening and um, faculty and staff listening. I mean, it's it's really an incredible place to work. And uh, in the College of Fine Arts, there's almost too much going on to even talk yeah. about. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. Um, that, uh, you know, every day really like careers and reputations and, um, and styles are being made. And, um, you know, just walking around, you know, we were talking about the Donna Beam Gallery before. Um, my favorite part of my job is that, you know, I'll be going to meet somebody at the gallery mm -hmm. and somebody will be practicing tuba or guitar outside. Yeah. It's incredible. And, awesome. you know, you, we just did a, um, a performance uh, on campus with Rodrigo Lara um, and he wanted to use drummers. There are drummers, right? Mm -hmm. um, everybody is, is really down and available to work together. And, um, and the students, um, at least, I don't know how it is in dance, but in the visual arts, a lot of students are coming in and they don't have a ton of experience with art to start. Maybe they um, were really good at drawing or, you know, maybe a teacher mentored them in high school. Um, but for the most part, they have passion. And also we, we get a lot of students who change from other majors. We pull them in because mm -hmm. they take a class and they have so right. much fun. And, um, and so they're really in the moment of college you know, really discovering their skill level and really discovering how to make meaning once they start to establish those skills. And so um, I think that's something that's really important to support. And uh, we all know, those of us who are in Las Vegas, you know, we've almost gotten tired of saying it, but, um, but we have uh, a campus that is not like other top-tier mm -hmm. university campuses. Mm -hmm. um, we have a campus that um, we're actually tied with another school, but we won't talk about them. Um, we, we have the <laughs> most we, we were number one for a long time so. <laughs> we have the most diverse student yeah, population right. in, in the u.s um and uh many of our students um are first in their family uh to go to college some are the first in their family to graduate high school um many are first in their family um born in the u.s um, or came to the u.s and um and you can feel that on campus. I like to say mm -hmm. that like you do have to come to campus to feel what that's like. Um, it's a different kind of intelligence. It's a different kind of brain. And it's, it's a different kind of art that's produced too, I think. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I definitely agree. Having worked at UNLV for five years, I love the students there. And I still interact with a lot of people who are UNLV students. Um, and they're unlike anybody else that I've met. Whether we're going to school myself, they're awesome. Yeah. And there's so many opportunities. And I love hearing kind of the collaboration because I think UNLV, per, even though it's a big university size wise, there's so many opportunities yeah. that if you're a student that goes to UNLV, you can still get involved in things that you wouldn't imagine you could get involved in. I mean, you could probably, you know, you can still be a student in like another college and try out for theater productions or, yeah. you know, and that doesn't happen at large universe the same similar size universities in the other parts of the country one of um, one of the cool things about university of nevada las vegas is that there's a fine arts requirement so in order to graduate you have to take one fine arts oh, class cool. um so a lot of students take a drawing class or a photo class mm. or um there's a really popular uh, music history class uh the rock and roll that Tim teaches the rock and roll history of rock and history roll. of rock and roll class yeah. um, and so it's built into the the arts are built into the DNA of UNLV and it's not going anywhere so I'm sure other schools have that but um, but so in our in our classrooms we really see the whole university and the yeah. whole university gets to know us too and there's lots of non-traditional things that are happening all the time too the barrack show I'm really fascinated with because it's a neuroscientist that is coming to yeah, she's do great. the show. Yeah. And it's amazing. And she's also choreographing with dancers. 
So, and creating a piece called January is a Girl, and it's about synesthesia. Oh, so, wow. So there's a kind of, um, I can't wait to see, she will be here in um, September. September. End of August, maybe. Yeah, yeah. end of August, September. Um, so I'm not going to try to say her. So it, Amanda P um, is what she has told me. It's okay to call her for now until I learn her name. She has the most phenomenal last name. Yeah, Amanda um, Fingbodhipakaya. Wow. The thing I love about her is she's got also her website is Amanda at long last name. Oh, <laughs> she has a sense of humor about all of us being idiots. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's it's really great. But I'm I'm really excited about her show. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I think you know the university is an interesting place to be a producer, right? Like we're we're yeah. professors, but we're also producers and. Um, you know, when the public comes, they might they might see um, you know they might have seen a fabulous production of Blood Wedding in the theater um, or uh, Legally Blonde or something, um, and might not realize that um, that's a learning experience for the students who are part mm-hmm. of it, right? And so the folks who were when we are bringing folks in, we're bringing them in, and maybe they'll give a lecture or something for the public, or maybe they'll uh, direct a performance, um, but. Uh, they're also teaching, right? And so the, these are all le- these are all learning moments that you're getting a window into, and um, and so Amanda's a great example. Um, I think she'll by the end of her time here, she'll be with about four or five classes in painting and graphic design, um, in addition to dance um, and working wow. with the students who work at the Barrack Museum. They're That's they're so painting cool. murals uh, on the wall of the museum, I believe, um, and so um, that takes a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love hearing about this cross-pollination, and um, it kind of takes me back to one of the conversations that we had when you are talking about, mm-hmm. like, there's many platforms in town, right? Like, the Wild and Free podcast is a platform. Uh, UNLV Dance Department is a platform, but you're looking, you guys are looking to construct trampolines where you're just jumping from mm-hmm. one to That's the other, right? And there's this collaboration yeah. going on. Marcus, Marcus is the yeah. trampoline man. It's- and speaking of Marcus, there's another... Um, show cross-pollinating collaboration um september 15th and this is really interesting members from cirque du soleil are coming to the campus they're working with the art department the theater department and the dance department and students will audition on a friday they will workshop all day saturday and sunday and then there will be a performance in the black box theater on sunday night on september 15th I'm glad you day. remember. I yeah. think that's the date because yeah. I just texted someone. I'm so excited about it. That is we're a Sunday. Really, so that is a Sunday. That's a yeah. Sunday. Yeah. That's so we're ex- we're excited by that possibility, and that's one of the fun things about the jobs that we do is we can create these kind of platforms that you know let the shadows of the disciplines cast over each other, mm-hmm. and it's it's amazing. You know, even travel things that we do. Um, it's it's also amazing the the various international travel yeah. that happens in the college. It's amazing what what students discover and find. So talking, it's related to collaboration, but one of our themes this year on the podcast has been kind of like making things more accessible to our community. Great. So, um, you know, what would you recommend for someone who's listening to the podcast that's like, wow, that sounds really cool, but, you know, I'm afraid to go on campus or I'm afraid to go to some arts performance because I'm not an arts person. I, that's not something I've done before. So what would you, how would, what would you recommend to that, that person? 
just go. Um, if you want to go, go and even just visit the campus um, because um, even when no one's there, like on a Sunday, it's a, a incredible place to walk or to to be. And then if you look at any of the departments. Um, websites there are events listed and um i always think it's kind of fun just to you know it's fun for me to be on campus and then walk by the barrack and then just see what's going on in the barrack and just walk into the barrack museum it's free. Mm -hmm. and it's free yeah. <laughs> um so i would say just happen upon anything or call any of the departments or the college of fine arts and they'll tell you a list of the things going on and um all our yeah, offices are open on. eight to five Monday through Friday. Yeah, come and visit. And your social media team does an excellent really nice. job to promote to Thank Thank you. talk you. about what's going on. Yeah, the the art department. Our Instagram is called the Ear UNLV the yeah. Ear because we're doing a little research on this right now too. This ear just showed up years ago on campus. It's it's on a stairwell and it's become sort of a mascot of our department. I like oh. it because you know it's like we're listening. That's cool. Which and it's kind of funny because we're visual. We should be right. looking, but we're listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, and we we post there um, frantically sometimes. Mm. So <laughs> yes, it's hard to keep up actually. <laughs> and we're all over Facebook, and um, and uh, you know one of the things that. I've been really impressed by about Las Vegas in general, and it's true about UNLV. People do get busy, like September is a really busy time. Mm -hmm. um, folks are very accessible as well. Um, they might not be able to meet with you that day or the next day kind of thing, but they will make time. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's true in Las Vegas in general, and yeah. it's definitely true at, at UNLV. And um, uh, yeah, this is an issue in a lot of cities and places like um you know i i grew up going to museums so i sort of take for granted mm. some of those things and right. um in my professional life going to gallery openings is um is part of my job but i still some days get a little bit nervous right like am i wearing the right thing right um i think the oh. the good news um about uh art events is um is you always look good, right? Like artists invented the shabby chic, right? So, yeah. um, right. you know, whatever you're wearing, someone's going to think that, you know, it's perfect, somebody there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you know, go up and talk to somebody. Like the, the artworks um, can be a conversation starter, right? Like, what do you think about this? Mm -hmm. What do you see? I see a comb. Is it a comb, right? There's mm -hmm. there's no there's no wrong answers, you know. Right. Sometimes it is a comb. And sometimes, sometimes it's a comb. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, I think that, and I think that's really helpful. I think, you know, just doing it, and and I do think Las Vegas is is super accessible. Um, you know, we're I think because so much of it's so young, like we don't have this history. We're not we're not in New York. We're not in L.A. We don't have this long standing history. So. It's, you're not going to be the only one who it's their first time. Like anywhere, any, you go to an art opening, you go to a concert, you go to a play, it's, you're not, it's not going to be everyone and you like as the only first timer. There's going to be first timers there, which is cool. Everyone's a pioneer and yeah. it is what you make of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, likely at these events at UNLV, the person that you strike up a conversation with, they're going to be the artist or they're going to know the artist. Right. And um, I've worked with artists most of my life gosh, we want attention. <laughs> we want your thoughts and your feedback, um, even if it's uh, criticism. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. 
and everyone likes you looking at their work, so it's always a, a great place. But I also find places like the Barrack, you know, the staff there always wants to tell you about the pieces or how, mm -hmm. you know, the installation went. There's always just an exciting story to hear about. Mm -hmm. Or there's a random uh, arts patron going around talking about the pieces, like myself. I always have my own theory and people will walk up to me and they'll be like, and I'll be like, well, let me tell let you. Me Do tell you have you 30 minutes yeah. and let's That's talk about good. this. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> and if you, you know, if you're, if you're a nerd like me, you know, you could Google the artists' names before and see if anything else pops up online. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe uh, you'll get some images that will give you a little bit of a base to start with. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a great, great, great idea as well. That's awesome. One well, kind of random, yeah. but if there's a way to RSVP or sign up for the event prior, and if you can see who's attending, and oh. if you're a nut, you can research the people, and that way you know you can strike up a conversation with so-and-so and ask them about Micah, or we can talk about dance performances, and that way you have a little bit of background. On, yeah, like on know. Facebook, you can... You know, if you say you're interested or you're going, then you can see the other people who exactly. are interested or going. Yeah. 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 They're trying to restrict me on that. I can only invite so many people. So I'm mm. sorry if I didn't invite you. I, I mm. get all your invice. So thank okay. you for that. Yes. <laughs> and if, and if, for our listeners out there, if you go to an event with Allison, if she's on the list, she will most likely have stalked you on Facebook to see it, learn Absolutely, about you. Absolutely. Know. Yes. Yeah. I know your backstory. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> Mildly so. <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> She um, just pays for a couple subscriptions to those like websites, the background check websites. It's fine. Mm -hmm. it's, it's totally normal. Yeah, yeah, so much for wild and free. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mass surveillance is the name of the yeah. game. It's very true. Um, so is, is, is there another dance performance coming there's, up? Yeah. There's one other major dance performance that we're doing in um, later October, and um we're partnering with the UNLV Orchestra, so it will be dance with an 80-piece orchestra, which rarely gets seen anywhere anymore. Wow. Um, but we're recreating the, a piece from 1912 um, of Ravel's Daphne and Chloe, and it was a piece that was done for the Ballet Russe. And it's a, it's a piece of music that gets played, but um, rarely gets has the dance with it so i think it's only been done a couple times since 1912 who did um, this original set design and uh, leon basque yeah. um which uh, um belarusian um painter and scenic designer and costumer so and it's just it's it's gorgeous stuff bold, bold geometries and bright colors beautiful cool. beautiful Sharp stuff edges. and it's it, it's a it's an amazing piece of of myth of innocence um but what's mm. also really in wonderful about it is that that um that story has been painted so many times by many visual artists in the whole romantic era and then chagall did 40 lithos of it and so it's we're really excited about doing that um, where is that, that going to take place that'll take place at ham hall mm -hmm. oh, cool. um and it's it's um i think it's october October 19th and 20th. Okay, coming right up. Yeah, it's right. It's the weekend right after Art Walk. Yeah. So you can come to Art Walk and see everything, and then the next weekend you can come back. That's right. It certainly will do that. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> I actually will not be in town. I'm very sad. Yeah. Where are you going? Portugal. Portugal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> kind of excited ride. about that. Wow. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's a long boat ride. <laughs> it is indeed. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be rolling yeah. believe yeah, me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, where can people find out about these performances? Um, UNLV Dance has a Facebook page and the events are posted on there or they're also at um, the UNLV website, um, unlv.edu. Um, and just click on dance and you can find those performances or find the art department or the theater department has an incredible listing of shows yep. um, also. So there's there are so many performances. Also, don't feel bad if you miss one. There's always another one coming, you know, so just get on our list and... Can I brag about our speaker series in the Department of Absolutely. Art? Absolutely. Um, so there's there's a tradition of a great speaker series in the Department of Art. It's been going for many years. And um, this year, we're really focused on collaboration. So uh, we'll be collaborating. Um, fingers crossed, we're still working out the details. But we'll be collaborating with the galleries at MGM, with Test Site Projects, which is a print cool. shop downtown, uh, with the Barrick Museum, of course, um, with the Department of Interdisciplinary Gender and Ethnic Studies, um, and cool. with the Social Justice Center on campus. Um, so um, being new at UNLV, we just thought about, you know, how can we sort of frame this program a little bit differently? Um, and we're really proud that uh, almost all of the artists that are coming in are going to roll up their sleeves and do uh, a new workshop with students. So there'll oh, be very cool. um, a performance workshop by a drag clown from uh, Portland named uh, Anthony Hudson slash Carla Rossi, uh, which oh, I'm, I, I'm really I looking forward them, to. I, I follow them on social media. There you go. Background <laughs> check complete. Yes. Literally, yeah. An artist named Fawn Hong will be doing a happening where um, students will make a collective drawing together. Mm. And uh, also, um, of course, with the great Black Mountain Institute, two of their, um, I think they're called Shearing Fellows this year, um, um, Vicky Now and uh, Amy Kurzweil um, both have uh, a visual component to their art practice. Mm. Um, so um, Amy is um, a cartoonist, um, mm. and V uh, makes these uh, wallpaper installations and videos. So they'll be doing work with our students in art, and also a public presentation around um, around you know what are the intersections of cool. the visual and the textual and also a little bit of nuts and bolts for our students about like okay so you're going to pitch the new yorker how the hell do you do that oh mm. that's that's very important that's, That's super important. Cool. Mm -hmm. So we're we're really excited about that. It's it's a lot of work to host. Um, I've said in <laughs> in other venues that um, that in Las Vegas, um, you know, we're the consummate hosts in some ways. And in, in the arts community, I think one of the next steps for us is is um, is really expanding on that strength that's existed in the past of really like being ambassadors for our community outside mm -hmm. the community, so that when people come in. Um, and then go back to, you know, wherever they are, whatever city or, or, or uh, country they're in and say, you know, I had a great time in Las Vegas. Sure. You know, this place is an interesting place. Stuff is happening there. Um, so, uh, you know, each each conversation with each artist is is very particular and, and, and very precious. So we're not we're not able we're not able to release the whole program yet, mm -hmm. um, although we had aimed to um, by this point. Um, but, uh, you know, please follow our social media and uh, go back to our website site to, for updates on that oh excellent well definitely let your people know that uh if they're testing out their website late at night allison will be there refreshing to make sure she actually found the black mountain 
line the believer fest before lineup before it was had published. been announced wow. they wrote yeah. to me and they're like can you unpublish this yeah because <laughs> i posted on facebook <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, i'm not kidding i'm i'm online all day unless you yeah. want to intentionally leak it to allison which could then also be very, totally. very productive. now we know how to totally. get it yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. PR budget. There <laughs> okay. all right <laughs> this is true <laughs> Well, I'm yeah. your biggest fan. I'm the biggest fan of everything that's going on arts-wise um, at UNLV. So I'm really, really happy that you were both Whoa. able to join us. Yeah, and thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you us. for having us. This is great. This was fantastic. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I've said the word great like 90 times. Can you edit out like four of them? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the one where we talk about greatness. That'll right. be the title. Perfect. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, excellent. Well, thank you both to Lewis and Marcus for joining us today. Um, we very much appreciate it. And uh, we'll make sure to post all the information that you've mentioned to us on our social media so that our listeners can find out about oh, the amazing thank events. You. Are either yeah. of you on social media or your specific departments have really great social media cam- uh, campaigns probably out there? Probably our departments have the best okay. Instagrams and Facebook pages. All right. The yeah. ear. Yeah. Yeah. They're- you can find us on there. Um what else? Um, yeah, you can follow me. I guess I'm I'm goofier as my individual. But. <laughs> You're a goofy man. Thank you. <laughs> but great. Yes. Yes. Well, awesome. Cool. Well, excellent. All right. Well, and of course, um, I am Jacob, joined as always by Allison. Hello again. <laughs> And uh, we have the rest of our team here today as we are recording in the Den of Descent. Who do we got, Allison? Our producer, Jose Sotelo, in the background with Siri. Bravo. Yep. Who did have, who did take a fine arts class as a part of his, his time Were at Were you saying being. piano? Did no, you take history, piano? History of Rock. History of Rock. Oh, you did. History of Rock. With Tim, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Rock on. I'm pretty sure that, that half of this episode, Jose was just reminiscing about that class. So. Shout out yeah. to Tim Jones. You did? Okay, that was piano then, what yeah. you were doing there. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Uh, well, research assistance by Ashley Pacheco and our creative designer, Berta Gutierrez. And, of course, we have Raven, the dog of the Den of Descent, uh, who joined us tonight, as well as little Sebastian. Bebe Sebastian made was, an appearance. He did make an appearance uh, before he needed to go to bed. Yes. Yeah. Well, hashtag eat more art, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. All right, thank, thank you. you. This has been Wild and Free. Giddy up. Yeehaw. <laughs>